Dorktales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello everyone and welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, right here on Dork Tales. I'm your Dungeon Master Kelly. I use he and him, and I am incredibly excited to be here uh, back again with you in the world of Kren. It has been a very long week uh, for many of us outside of game. Uh, uh, Robin, you just moved all the way across uh, British Columbia, uh, and I have helped you do that now. Um, so uh, I am broadcasting remotely. Hopefully all of the tech is going to work just fine. And I'm very excited to be here tonight as we go into another episode of this. I also wanted to do some announcements and uh, a quick sponsor thank you. But first we should say hello to the cast. Uh, one thing, Christine is not feeling well. So Christine, I hope you feel better. Um, we're all pulling for you. We all love you. And I know that um, hopefully this is just like a little cold or something and you didn't catch the big, you know, you didn't catch it again because... Yeah, the plague, man. Three times in a row would not be good. All right, so without further ado, let's say hello to everybody, starting with Chris. Hi, I'm Chris. I go by Digiblog in the chat and uh, on the Discord. I'm playing Godfrey High Valor, the Battlemaster fighter, wannabe-ish knight of Salamnia with the uh, kick-ass armor. All right, down to Robin. Hello, I'm Robin, uh, live from a new location. And if you go into the Discord, uh, you can see my uh, my lovely space that I'm working with. It's been it's been a fun. Um, my green screen, which is why we're late. My green screen literally, uh, I spent like an hour trying to get it up uh, this morning. It happens when you get older. Before game, yeah, no, it fell down, so you know, I had to help prop it up again. You know, gave it a little bit of a tug. Uh, <laughs> But yes, I'm super excited. Uh, this week feels like what? You killed Cal and then it killed me. Yep, it killed oh, Cal okay. and then <laughs> that was beautiful. I went like this and I made like a zipper sound when you were when you made the first joke and then the uh, give it a little tug. Yep, just ruined it. <sighs> right when I was drinking coffee. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's been great. I this week feels like it's been about a year, um, or at least two weeks, uh, because my goodness, the fact that a week ago I was in my old place and now I'm like, like 70, 80 percent unpacked in my new place, and oh, wow. it, you're yeah. you're getting there. You're getting there. Yeah, it, it's been it's been a it's been a hectic week, but I'm excited that it looks like this is working out. You know, this is this is interesting. Um, but yes, uh, I am super excited to be here. Woo! Nice. All right, and let's say hi to Cal. Hey, Cal. I forgot Hello. to introduce my character. Oh, you forgot realize. to introduce your character. What are you doing? Sorry, Cal. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Introducting again as the Kinder way. But yes, I am Robin. I use she/her pronouns, and I'm playing uh, Razira Moonbrush, our Kinder Swashbuckler Rogue. All right, now Cal. Hello, my name is Cal. I use he, him pronouns. I am playing Orantiros, the uh, Qualinesti elf bard. And um, yeah, today has been a, been a day for me. I, I've helped two people move. Uh, today was the... Today, today felt like a day. Well, thanks for being here with your amazing JoJo eyeliner. And Thank JoJo you. Eyebrows. I decided to... 
I've always had Jojo brows for Orenteros, but today I, I went extra. Extra hard? Yeah. I mean, fair. Or not really, I guess. I guess I always... You always go pretty hard. Go on you always go pretty hard, yeah. All right, and uh, over to Jen. Hey, I'm Jen, and uh, I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing Hazel Nightgranite, our dwarven lunar sorcerer, with the dramatic backstory, because you gotta... Um, and she also uses, uh, she, her pronouns. Um, and yeah, today's been pretty, uh, laid back for me. Uh, started school again this week and it's all about information policy, which is a grand old fun time and 90% of my job. So nice. <laughs> we, all right. Uh, so with that, uh, once again, Christine, hope you're feeling better. We'll definitely get you back next game. Uh, I don't want to go too far ahead into the plot uh, without Christine. So what we're going to do is I'm going to kind of, we're going to write her out a little bit uh, and we will go from there as you go into the shrine of Habakkuk. Uh, but folks, before we do that, I just want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor for this month. Uh, for the third month in a row, we are lucky enough to be sponsored by Bookworm Games. Bookworm Games is a fantastic Vancouver area uh, dice proprietor where you can get some of the best dice on the market. Market, including resin dice, uh, liquid core dice, wooden dice, gemstone dice, including World of Darkness style D10 sets in gemstone, uh, which may or may not come in your birthstone like they do for, for Chris's son, uh, which was a great little thing that was able to be gotten. Uh, but they have a new thing that is coming out at the very end of this month, beginning of next month, called their Quest Chest. A Quest Chest is a system agnostic game in a box that has everything from maps, sealed letters, and coins and other cool things to help you run a pre-written story in any fantasy-esque setting. You can even probably bend it into non-fantasy settings uh, if you did a little bit of elbow work. Uh, but the games also come with consumable items that either directly enhance or relate to the plot. In fact, I have done good authority that one of the consumables in the boxes is actually key to solving the mystery. And I won't say which one, because I don't know if that's a spoiler for that box. I should probably double check that. Uh, but you should definitely check them out. Uh, the Kickstarter is dropping uh, around the end of the month, uh, but you can find out more info at questchest.info. Uh, thank you so much to Bookworm Games for sponsoring us for the third month in a row. I look forward to a long and fruitful sponsorship and partnership with you. Also, a big thank you to everybody who came out to Dorktales Expo a couple weeks ago and who joined up on our Patreon. Uh, our Patreon numbers are always in flux just from the nature of crowdfunding. Uh, so I just want to remind you that if you like what we do here, uh, I've been noticing a huge uptick in our podcast listeners. So thank you to everybody who listens on podcast. Um, if you are feeling so inclined, hop over to patreon.com slash dorktales uh join in and help support the channel and uh very soon you are going to get access to not one not two but like six extra games a month over there uh including an upcoming star trek adventures game uh ran by our very own bunny hearted which is gonna be it's gonna be dumb like in a good way it's gonna be so silly and, oh, and guess what i started watching oh you started watching lower, you watch lower decks is real good, isn't it? Like everybody, there was such an outcry. The first four episodes. It's and it only gets better. It loves Star Trek more than anything else. Loves Star Trek, except for maybe the Orville. Here's the thing: I, I'm mm. I'm not a de <clears throat> a defendant of like anything. I'm not the um. Actually, uh, this mm. part was a two parter, and no, nothing is sacred to me. Either things suck or they're good. <laughs> and um, I went into it with just being like, okay, let's let's see what humor like era this is from and no i'm like oh shit yeah i love this 
Yeah, I told you you would. Like yeah. it's 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 pretty I mean, chill. I mean, is my favorite show. So one day I'll hit up the lower decks. One day. It's do it one day. Do it. It's on Crave. You can get get that way, or you can find it through Legal Roots. Um, anyway. Uh, so, folks, without further ado, I think it's time for us to hop into Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. Uh, any last-minute questions, concerns, before we begin? Can I quickly show off what the lovely going-away go gift that Jen made me? We're, yes, you can. Jen made me set of... She made me two chonky boys, and then she made me a dice set for Rias as a birthday gift. So, not birthday gift, a moving gift. Moving and gift. Look at, which was the sticker one? They even has a little Riz sticker under the twenty. Oh yeah. So yeah, so my quick announcement because it's so cute and I'm really excited to roll these <laughs> nice. finally. Well, I and, hope uh, they we'll give you good luck. And if not, feel free to put them in dice jail because I warned them that that exists. <laughs> good. That's good. You built them, you put the fear into them when you were building them. Uh, so folks, we are going to talk about more of our presents and prizes during the break. Uh, but I think right now let's hop into game. We'll talk during the chat break uh, later today if we if we have one. So uh, thank you so much for tuning in and let's begin Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen here on Dork Tales. And uh, let's hope that those dice treat Robin well. Last time you traveled west along the canyons that make up the Northern Wastes. As you did, you had a brief encounter with the Wash the flood system caused by Kryn's three moons that creates massive flooding inside of the canyons. With quick thinking and no end of luck, you managed to survive this first encounter with a flash flood, washing up near a group of Dimernesti elves. As you approached there, you were met by their leader, a Dimernesti elf named Ishvar, who explained that they were there on a pilgrimage to find a shrine dedicated to, well, to be honest, they forgot the name. All they know is that it has to be, it's connected to them. Something as the, the Sea Lord is how they refer to this god. They had had some trouble in the wastes. During their pilgrimage to this ancient site, they had been set upon, and several of their members had been killed and others kidnapped by the Red Dragon Army as they moved through their priest being one of them. Ishfern Stargazer, their new de facto leader, took point, bringing the rest to this ancient shrine. However, when they reached it, they found that they had no idea the prayer that was used to gain access to it. They never would have expected that it would come from the mouth of a kender, who, after speaking the name Habakkuk, opened the shrine with a grinding As the door is opened before them, you look down to the depths and prepared to go and explore the shrine. And that is where we ended last game, and that's where we will begin today. The ancient algae-covered double door made of white granite stands open before you, etched with the eroded image of a majestic bird with outstretched wings. As it opens, you could see the wings flare to light, blazing, a bright sea blue. And as they did, they opened, revealing a bit of a watery depth to it. The temple is flooded, about a foot deep. Not so much of a problem for Godfrey, but might give someone like Razira or Hazel a bit of pause. 
The doors open before you. And what do you do? I'll cautiously enter and uh, um, ask um, Orontiros. Um, or, uh, sorry, I forgot your friend spoke common. Um, is is this? Do you know what what we'll find down here? Have you been here before? <laughs> I have never been here before. Ishvern says. I've heard stories, but I hope for the best. That's not reassuring. Uh, yeah, what kind of stories did you hear? Yeah. Uh, Habakkuk is the, the sea lord. He is a god of good. He is a god of hunting and fishing and nature. He is a god of bountiful bounty. I do not think he should be feared. Walk with me with respect. Look over at uh, Hazel. Don't touch any axes. I'm not planning on it. What about hammers? Mauls? Cudgels? Maybe we should... Maces. I'm just... I'm just not going to touch anything except my own personal belongings. We should, How's that? We should make sure we show this place respect. Uh, as you say that, Kalara will will look uh, down into the shrine doors and will say, I don't know if I feel right going in there. I'm not sure. Um, it's another god's temple. I don't really know the rules yet. I don't want to make Mishakal angry. I mean, I guess if you, uh, well, cause you're, you're leaving a few, um, you're leaving a few of your, your men and, and women and thems behind as well, right? Um, Ishtar? Ishvern? Ishvern. Yes. I was going to go in with just myself and you. So leaving the other five here to stay guard. I'm sorry, friend. So we'll, we'll swap. One for one. Clara can stay up here and you have us. She is a capable. She's quite capable to aid your companions should the Red Army come knocking in our absence. Levna will lean forward and say, Are we sure this is a good idea? Like, Kind of in a loud whisper. We don't know these people from anywhere. I could stay yeah, behind too. They've been showing us niceness. I, yeah, for like twenty I'm, minutes. And and I think I'm. No offense, but uh, I, I think I'm with Levna on this one. I agree. Just in case, and if, if worse comes to worse, then and I'll look worriedly at uh, Kalara. You, you guys can come back in here and shut the doors at, mm -hmm. at the very least, right? Oh, yeah, of, of course. I mean, at least the Red Dragon Army likely won't know how to get in here, we hope. Do we know how to close it? The doors. The doors swing inward, so probably pushing them, you'd say, just taking a quick look at them. Hazel, well, looking at them... Cook again. I was going to say Habakkuk, see if it does anything. 
nothing happens. Okay, it's not like a it's I, not like the open sesame magic spell. Say it backwards. I, I will look at the stone and <laughs> see if Hazel, I can figure out. You look it's it's they're pretty like they're old but freestanding stone doors. You think that they would swing shut if they were pushed. Like I'm not gonna make you roll. You're a dwarf. You're looking at old stone doors. You're gonna be like, Yep, they're granite. Although that's to be fair, you should always be careful to not take doors like this for granite. Good night, everybody. Uh, <laughs> All right, that's stream. Okay. Yep. Uh, Kelly right. gets disadvantage on his next. I'll take yeah. it. Next I'll take it. I'll take it for that. I think that's probably <laughs> worth it. Okay. Whoa, whoa, wait, we could do that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, we can just give you disadvantage, huh? Just only when he does puns. So that's... only when I do puns. Kelly, you're breaking up the uh, the dad jokes theory. Oh no, 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 no. that's your job. Um, no, all right, guess so that makes you a faux pas. Oh! And now I have advantage again. They've canceled right. each other out. They canceled oh. each other out. Okay. Uh, so looking down, uh, Levina will turn and kind of like puff up a bit and go, I don't want to get my armor wet, so I'm going to hang out out here with your boys, if that's all right. Uh, Ishvern. Ishvern. That's what I... That's what I said. Ishvern. Ishvern. I'm gonna hang out out here. Well, I I know Kalara can definitely take care of herself. I'm gonna say looking at Kalara, but I'm sure she'll lo love the company. Oh yes, I really like the. Uh, we haven't had much time to talk, actually. I've never met any elves like this before. No offense, Orantiros. Kalara will say, but you're not blue. I know. Unlucky. Oh, there's nothing unlucky about you. It's it's just interesting. It's a it's a big world. Did you can you see? I don't want to point, but they have gills. Gesturing over her shoulder, you can see that they do have ears behind their long ears. And unlike Orantiros, Orantiros, you are a pretty you're you're fairly tall for an elf of Kren, but these Demonesti elves are as tall as Godfrey. Uh, when when she says you know, they, they have gills. I'll be like, I had gills. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. I, I, um, they looked very good on you. <laughs> do you have a campfire? One of the elves will, um, yes, we do have a campfire. I could make some treats for everyone. One of the people they took was our cook. Then it seems that Mishikala sent me here to help. And I'll, I'll see you all soon. Don't do anything with the axes. Don't take any. I I'm kidding. Then you. Oh, man, you touch one cursed axe and suddenly. Please be careful. If, if anything. Who touched a curse. If axe? anything happens, uh, try and retreat in, into the into the temple. I was thinking of taking on the whole dragon army by myself, but I'll, I'll second guess myself. <laughs> She'll block and kind of like do that little Kalara thing, you know, the little shoulder shrug. Uh, I'll be out here. Now, where did I put my nutmeg? I hope it didn't get waterlogged. 
and she will head off to go work around the campfire. Oh. Are we ready to go inside? Let's go. As ready as ever. <laughs> Stepping down into the water, you will find that it grows immensely deeper. As you take a step forward and push into the first room, let us switch over to our maps. Stepping into an elongated room, you will see that this long room stretches ahead, its walls carved with motifs of rolling waves. A ceiling supported by twin pillars glows with faint light. At the rear of the chamber stands an altar carved with coral-like designs. Behind it rises a sizable granite sculpture depicting a bird from the shrine's entrance. Its wings are outstretched and wreathed in blue flame. An archway opens into a chamber to the west, while the symbol stone door stands in the wall to the east. Ishfern looks around and as soon as you enter, directs you all to the western archway. It says, before we enter, it would be a good idea to cleanse yourself. Riz is already halfway to the, like, bird statue as he's saying that. Uh, oh, okay. I, I need uh, to know. Uh, so can you please, you're saying you're going halfway to the altar? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Oh. Uh, as you do so, there is going to be a sudden surging of water around you. Water is going to begin to pour out of the little holes in the wall, out of the coral displays, out of everything. As in the center of the room, all around you, you are going to see shapes rise up. I need an initiative roll as oh. these creatures made of water rise out of the floor, so which is, which has uh, now just letting you know, as you're sloshing through, uh, the water depth has increased. So Riz, you're actually in about two feet of standing water right now. So this is rough terrain uh, for, for everybody here. Um, as you do this, these three shapes that look kind of like giant creatures made of water uh, with wisps and tendrils draping off of them appear. Uh, and I need an initiative roll. Let's go ahead and do it. Oops, I'm sorry, guys. I was making a joke. Um. Oh my, well, you got a one, so that's good. Okay, so that's Ishvern. All right, and... Well done, Razira. Well done. Wouldn't There's have it right, any other way. <laughs> Okay, Razira, oh. that is going to be... I have Razira with a 29. I have... Uh, one, two, one sec. Oh, one thing about doing this remote, I don't have any of my books next to me, which I'm so used to. Okay, there we go. Okay. Why do I have less hit points? All right, smacked into a wall. Okay. Yes, we also... I do... It, how long when do, how long ago did you cast um what's that spell called cast without a trace it would have nope, faded no, by the, no 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 the, the motivational speech yeah motivational yeah. speech 
I believe that lasts an hour. But double check me. Yeah, I'm just, yeah no, it's a, it's an hour. I, rem I remember that, but I'm just wondering when Orinteers cast that because I'm trying. Can I still have the temp HP yeah. up for that? Okay, so right. then I have. Well, the temporary HP would probably last unless it says they go away until like a long rest or they're used up. But the rest of it would. The other effects would probably only be for an hour, I think. No, with, with motivational speeches, this is what I used with um with Keiko. It was um, okay. it all goes away after an hour. Um, but you just have it for that, and then once you lose it, once you get hit, you can you have get advantage on it, I believe. Again, once you get hit with points. Oh, you're asking in game time. How long? Yeah, in game time. Yeah, not for like that. I'm just wondering Has how it been long an hour ago. since you cast it. Yeah, that's what I was asking. If we have okay. it up, let's ask Mr. DM. Uh, it's been an hour of game. Uh, it's still up. Motivational speech should be, still be up. Okay. okay. If it's an hour of game time, you cast that after. Uh, motivational oh, speech right. was between the two. It was between the water right. and uh, meeting the elf, so it should be okay. up for about another fifteen minutes. Okay. So uh, as Riz, all around you, these shapes are going to surge to life, uh, filling the room with water. And uh, as these water, uh, these these water creatures surge to life, uh, the initiative is going to be Riz, then the water elemental, then the water elemental, then Orantiros, then Godfrey, then Ishvern, then Hazel, then water elemental, because one of them rolled a one. All right, Riz, it is your initiative. What would you like to do? that surges to life in front of you? Uh, you know what? I'm going to spend... I'm going to spend a hurt them more to preempt. Oh, no. Uh, so one of them is going to surge up in front of you, and... Uh, ooh, it is invisible inside of water. So it's going to... Uh, it's going to have advantage on you as it surges up with this first attack. Uh, does a 17 hit you? Yep, that's just my AC. Oh, thank God. Perfect. All right, Riz, uh, water is going to constrict you, and uh, you are Unless... going to... <clears throat> ah! Razira, look out! Water snakes! All right, am I, are you casting it? This is cutting words. Oh, um, okay. Which is D8, and okay. I should roll that, right? Uh, yep. Or do you want to roll it? Here's the question. Would you be able to use cutting words as Razir was being constricted by an invisible enemy? I was wondering if you'd be able to... Oh, is it use, I mean, I know it's not a surprise round, but necessarily, but it is kind of surprising that this just happened. It is kind of surprising. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Well, You're okay? I, is there a perception? No, it's dramatic. Yeah. It's they're 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 invisible, so like they're they're fully invisible while fully immersed in water, right? So technically, you, you have to be able to see the enemy. For you know what? Words. Yeah, let's. Okay, so we'll say dramatically. Let's, we'll let's do that. Play dramatically. Uh, we'll do it. But I appreciate the effort. You're a team player, and we love you. Uh, yeah, you Riz, are. you're gonna Thank take you. 15 points of bludgeoning damage, and I Ouch. need you to. Uh, you are going to be restrained, and okay. uh, are grappled, um, uh, and. Uh, uh, so basically, as this happens, tentacles are going to go rise up and are going to pull you underwater and start trying to drown you. Uh, cool. So that is where you are going to start your turn. Underwater. Okay. Underwater okay. going blub blub. 
Um, so, uh, I hate this every time I forget the freaking rules for restrained. Restrained means that you cannot move. Okay. And uh, that that's about it, really. Um, attacks well, against I you think... have advantage, and your attacks have disadvantage. And you have disadvantage on deck saves. Okay, that, that's... I thought that was grappled. Um, oh, okay. Um, all righty, all righty. Um, I will... Um... Well, because I lost my temp HP, so I have advantage on my next attack. Okay, so you'll roll that. flat on that, so that's something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, okay, so... I guess disengaging wouldn't work to try and get out, right? No. No. Uh, no which you can try. If you, if you want to, you can mm -hmm. make an escape check to get out of the grapple. I'm not strong. Um, I'm slippery, well, it's, but not It's strong. acrobatics or athletics to escape. Oh, it's or. Yes, it is or. Oh, okay. Um, that would be that would be a full action, right? That would take your action. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think Razira is going to do that. Then I'm going to make. Um, yeah, I'll do an acrobatics check to try and escape. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead. All right, come on, Jen. Little boy, I rolled a five plus ten does a fifteen. Actually, I'm going to spend my determination to make that okay. eighteen. Sounds good. That is going to be enough. You are going to go and slip out of the tentacles of this water elemental and are going to kind of like pop up on top of the water. You still have bonus actions and movement you can do. Cool. Um, as a bonus action, I'm going to disengage. Okay. Cause rogue. And then as my movement, I will try and get, uh, so it's rough terrain, so 15 feet. Um... So it's rough terrain and uh, you were you were restrained and pulled underwater. So I'm going to rule that you were prone. So half your movement is going to be gone too. So I can't move. Yeah, you can move. I'll, I'll say that you can basically move to the altar. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel so you'll be that. able to go. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll round up to 10 feet on this. Okay, thanks. No, I was um, cool. Awesome. Um, that's very generous. Thank you. Uh, sweet. Uh, that is Razira's turn. <laughs> okay, so Riz, you're going to get weirded. Uh, and another one is going to turn, look, and actually, you know what? Another one's going to try to grab you because you're right there. Um, and uh, it is it is invisible when it's underwater. It is rising out of the water to attack you. Um, you are no longer restrained. Uh, ooh, that is going to be a 20 to hit you, though. Unless yeah. now you can see it, Orantiros, as it goes. <laughs> now, as it rises out of the water, I want to say that the front of this thing's mouth looks serpentine in nature. It kind of roars, bits of water pooling down through its liquid jaws. What do you do, Orantiros? It's going to, it's going to hit Razira. Pick on someone your own size. All right, Orantiros, what'd you get? Come on. Six. Six is enough to do that. Uh, you are going to climb onto the altar to try to get away, and one of these tendrils is going 
and is going to splatter against the side of the altar about an inch underneath your heel. Uh, almost having gotten you as it kind of turns over its shoulder and goes back at Orotiros. Orotiros, it is your turn. Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. I <laughs> guess <laughs> oh, the oven magic. <laughs> as the ancient as the ancient Eldar say in my village. Uh oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh oh, yes, the ancient elf Boyardi. <laughs> Elf Boyardi. Boyardi. That Famous does chef. have a very elfy sounding to it. Someone, I'm going to put that on. I just bought new post-it Boy notes. Hold on. I'm going to put that on for a future game. Elf Boyardi. Elf Boyardi. You got to have like, like B-O apostrophe Y, like, or I. Mm. It's an elf. I know how many apostrophes it gets, Robin. At least like, two. At least yeah. two. At you least. get one for every, three. like, for every degree you have. I was going to say syllable. Boyardi. Three. All right. So, Orantiros, what, what do you do? It's your turn, buddy. <clears throat> wow. Ishvern doesn't know anything about this place more than we do. <laughs> it's not his turn yet, unfortunately. Yeah. To the west end. Um, what would we be looking at there? So it looks like looking into that room, you can see that the center of the room to the west is a three foot high brass basin filled with clear water. Relief ornaments uh, align or kind of um, line the walls, depicting great seabirds dipping into the waves alongside leaping fish and whimsical creatures. Huh. Okay. I love that the I moment can't... you leave your cleric, this happens. Yeah. 100%. So we can't move past that first one because it's blocking the entrance, kind mm. of. I'm going to ping it, this one here. Yeah, yeah. I can move past it, kind of. Uh, I'll let you do it with an acrobatics check if you want to try to do like a dive roll. Oh, jeez. Shatter's not good to use indoors, right? I generally not. Maybe not but, in I mean, this temple that is, you know, not our god. And <laughs> what would Orantiros do? What would Orantiros do? What would Damn, they're do? not made of metal. <laughs> well, so long. <laughs> uh, Bye. Shatter has anybody familiar? What's the radius on that again? Mm -hmm. I think it's ten. I think it's a 10 foot radius. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, you can't move through um, through an opponent's square, but I always rule you can do it with an acrobatics check. So am I able to hit all three of these? Yeah, they they are clustered. Like if I center in the middle there. Mm hmm. I'm going to you can try to shatter them. You're going to shatter them. Yes. All right. All right, what's my save for this? Let's do this. The save for this. Oh, balls. Well, one of them's fine. You know what? It's the one that got the nat one on initiative. Throw. Constitution saving throw. Well, I got a two, a three. Uh, <laughs> so slightly better than that with their bonuses. Um, so a two, a three, and a nat 20. So one of them is completely unaffected. The one right next to you is unaffected. <laughs> You're just like, oh! And he's like, 
I feel nothing. I feel nothing. We feel not. It's a nihilist. It feels nothing, Lebowski. Okay. Uh, so three d eight. Three d eight. Give it to me. Oh, no. Three and four. What? Come uh, uh, dice. You're going away. Five. Five. <laughs> okay. Five total. Five total. Half to the. Oh, that one got a twenty. So nothing. Got a twenty. So it's fine. So it's so it's total of eight. You said. Yeah. Okay, so... Okay, all right. How do you do this? How do you call out Chatter? Do you just kind of, like, hold your hand out and just make, a, make like, a Freddie Mercury noise? <laughs> a Freddie Mercury noise? I, I can't hit that pitch. I, but you know I what I'm talking about. I don't want to do like that I'm... to the, the recording. But, um, yeah, it's going to kind of be, like, the, the ancient elven thum rages from his his voice and um you know what i can still move right yeah I, i'm gonna chance that acrobatics check okay go ahead retire the bad bad dice and take out the lemon dice i add my acrobatics okay so 17 plus 7 that's 24. I love how math works that way. 24. Uh, yeah. With that, you are going to easily dodge around and be able to jump into that side room. Uh, you're you're going to be at half speed because of um, uh, because of the two feet of water. So that's 5, 10, right. 15. And so you're like, boom, kind of just on the other side of him. So you'll dive through the door. Um, not provoking an attack of opportunity, uh, but you will be inside of there. And anything you're doing inside the room? Um, Is your move speed 35 or 40? 35. So it's like on the cusp. I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You got a 24 on acrobatics check. I'll give you an extra five feet with the roll. Okay. Okay. Ah, oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, aren't heroes not smart one? magic water pool so he's going to yell out around the corner to razira to um hang in there while someone with more brains can help me figure out what to do i'm being inspirational i feel inspired i i you feel, feel it it's a it's a d8 right it's a d8 yeah it's all right it's my turn folks. all right so um the 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 sound of your voice is going to echo out that cause these these two northern ones to jiggle slightly. Uh, and it is Godfrey's turn. Godfrey, uh, there are two of these water elementals that are kind of like facing down Riz, and one of them is right next to you and Ishburn at this lower column. Okay. Um, I am not really able to get to Riz at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and switch places with um, Ishvern by uh, using my bait and switch ability. Mm -hmm. If uh, if he's willing. And so that'll use up five feet of my move and he will get six to his AC. Okay. Until my next uh, thing and then we switch places. And then I'm going to move up another five feet. All right. And, so stepping uh, into the, the center of them. And uh, the one that's uh, got Riz pinned, I'm going to uh, start swiping at it. 
Okay, go ahead. So Riz is kind of on top of the altar and this one's trying to grab it or to grab it her, uh, but has not quite done so. Okay, um, I'm gonna... Uh, uh, wait, so Riz is not restrained She's anymore? She's not restrained, no. She managed oh, okay. to escape. Perfect. Sorry, I think I missed that. Uh, so I'm going to okay. attack the one that's kind of above the water there then. Sounds good. Okay, so let's see here. First attack is gonna be a... Twenty-three. Twenty-three is absolutely going to be a hit. Roll me damage. Uh, t -t -t uh, thirteen. Thirteen points of damage. Um, as you dive forward, um, is your blade magical? Magic? Yes. It is, isn't it? Now, okay. All right. So as you dive forward, you're going to slash or stab. What are you doing? Uh, this is going to be a slash at it. Okay, uh, you are going to just slash through, and unlike some other attacks that you imagine would hit this thing, your blade is going to leave a deep cleft through it, tearing some of its watery mass down to the ground. Nice. Um, and it's going to let out this horrible kind of undulating roar deep in its throat. Um, and anything else you're doing with your turn? Oh yeah, uh, second All attack's right. gonna be a uh, 18 to hit. 18 to hit is gonna be a hit. Nice, and that'll be 14. 14, okay. This thing, I, honestly, um, its form is starting to look a little bit, uh, it's starting to struggle a bit at maintaining its shape. So looking Perfect. at it, you're you're thinking that it's if this were a human, it probably would be bloodied at this point. Riz, now! And gonna use my bonus action on Commander's Strike. Okay. Awesome. Um, so is it so it's not invisible, so I don't It is I not invisible have, anymore. So I have actually advantage from the okay. temporary from the spell. Absolutely. Yeah. So the one you would want to attack is the one to um uh the one to Riz's left, because Godfrey was attacking the one to his right. So the one along the eastern wall. Okay. That one. The one that is mm -hmm. okay. 100%. Okie dokie. All right, Riz is going to do that. Come on. Oh, so close. We're getting so close to that nat 20. I want it. 24 to hit. A 24 to hit is probably a hit with these guys. Roll me damage. Yeah. And uh, you think you're going to snack attack? Oh, totally snacking. Totally snacking. Snacking that attacking. Uh, it's 3d6. They're weak against piercing. Get them. <laughs> That's my motivation. Oh, yeah. I, also have that. I forgot. I also have that from you. you oh, that was a juicy, juicy 17 plus, plus 4 is 21. But it is not mm -hmm. magical, so that would be 10 right. points of, of piercing damage. All right. Well, stabbing into this one, you were going to see that in spite of that, your pierce uh, kind of goes to this liquid core of it, and it's going to kind of just jerk back instinctively, trying to get away from your blade, uh, barely holding on as your non-magical, but still deeply piercing blade uh, nearly discorporates it. Good work. Uh, Godfrey, is that the end of your turn? Okay, uh, I'm gonna spend a drama bomb. Ishvern is going to go, you must! And before he can finish, a tentacle is going to rip him underwater. And, he, and he's gonna start screaming through the water. Um, 
Oh, you're gonna be like, oh no, Ishvern! And then you're gonna see his gills kind of working. He's fine, but he can't speak very well. He's like, all right, Hazel, it is your turn now. Cool. Um, I have two options, but I would like to know if I could um, mm -hmm. either make an arcana check or know if I know anything about water elementals. Would I at all be able to cast like dispel magic and make these go away or no? <laughs> uh, you can make me an arcana check. Cool. That is a 21. 21, do you dispel magic wouldn't do that. Banishment absolutely probably would. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Um, then that's fine. I really wish people had stayed closer to me because this would have been great, but uh, Dragon's Breath on myself, I'm going okay. to do cold damage. And because that's a bonus action, I still have an action to attack. And I would like okay. to breathe my 15 foot cold damage over whatever I can get. So at. if you if you walk ahead five feet, you can hit all three of them without hitting Riz. Cool. Let's do that. Okay, so taking a step forward, you're going to... And I need some dex checks, don't I? Um, you need, I believe so. You guys just missed the sickest thing I've ever done, and it wasn't Oh, by camera. the way, I was also casting it at a, at a third level. Um, but yeah, dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, like I was saying, you, get, thing you ever did. The sickest thing was I picked up my three dice. I rolled them. One of them fell out of my hand toward the floor, and I managed to bop it with my forearm back onto the table, and I got a success on it. I'm pretty sure. Nice. Just with this one, uh, does a 16 pass? Uh, do, do, do. It, come on, scroll up. It does pass, yes. Okay, so I have a 16, I have a 22, and I have a 5. Okay, so the two that pass um, take half. Okay. Oh, uh, can I have one more? Yes. Uh, Somebody heard the mores I need to use. That is 20 damage or 10 to the ones that passed. Okay, it's 10 to the one that passed. Okay, so that one is still up. Uh... That one is, man, the one that was rolling really well got totally hooped by that. Okay. All right, so Hazel, uh, breathing a deep, you're going to unleash this like torrent of ice out of your throat uh, that is going to slam into these three water creatures, which on your arcana check, you're pretty sure that you know that they're water weirds. If you had to put it, if you had to put it to a bet, you think they're not pure elementals. You think they're water weirds, which are, they're elemental in nature, but specifically um, they are, uh, there's a lot of info about them, but basically um, um, they are very territorial water spirits. Ah, fair. Um, now, I don't know. This is why I chose to do it this way. But um, mm. if it if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Is there any mm. chance that this froze any of the water? <laughs> uh, it did not, unfortunately, because uh, are you trying to get some better movement? Partially and just restrict theirs. <laughs> unfortunately, not. If you had something good happens, then yeah. yes, but I don't have any of those right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it was a, so you're going to see one of them is like, uh, and as that happens, it's going to be its turn. The one right in front of you is going to kind of 
shudder against the ice that's kind of frosted over it and is going to smash out of it and is going to turn to you and go and is going to try to grapple you. Uh, I'm going to spend a drama, pardon me, a hurt the more to get advantage. And that sucked. I'm going to spend another one to reroll one of those. That's better. Uh, Does a 15 hit you? You did have mage armor on. Yes. Just. Okay. So yeah, I had to re- I had to remember what mage armor gave me as a base. I was like, what is it again? But I got it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is going to kind of explode out and it's going to constrict around you going uh, and is going to uh, give you 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, you are now restrained uh, and it's going to force you under the water. Uh, and I'm going to spend a hurt them more right now to say you're surprised by this. Make me a con save to not start drowning. Sorry, math. <laughs> totally. Because I had to do the temporary hit points and then be like, how much is five miles? Yeah, and then you got to do the concentration save for uh, Dragon's Breath. Oh, yeah. Um, Which you'll probably pass. That was it's a like 23. Yeah, it's it's like nothing. Uh, but make cool. me a con save for drowning. Has a seventeen. Okay, yeah. So you're gonna go and you're gonna feel the water start to like go up your nose and in your ears, but you're gonna manage to clamp down and not breathe in, even though it kind of catches you off guard. Uh, and cool. that is going to be that round. Top of the initiative, Riz. It is your turn. Okay. Um, I think Riz is going to make how hurt is that one weird looking well she doesn't know it's weird but um, how is that one looking that Godfrey and her have been attacking really really close to discorporation okay. uh, it's looking rougher than you think that it probably could be Okay, uh, I think Riz is going to take an attack at that okay. because she can. Um, ooh, seven plus seven is fourteen. I'm gonna spend that bardic that. Um, okay. And you also have your information back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Arntiros gave to me. Where's where did I put that? I put it aside somewhere. I have the world's smallest desk right now. I don't know where where it is. Uh, Alright, so I said 14 plus 2 is a 16. Does a 16 hit? 16 will hit. Roll me damage. Sweet. Snack attack. Can't wait till next level because my snack attack goes up to next level too. Oh, okay. Okay, it's... Okay, 16 plus 4 is 20. So 10, half. Hey, can you uh, do me a favor? Yes. Can you tell me how you want to do this? Okay, it's it's like a... It's... It's... Elem- it like looks like moving water, right? Absolutely. Okay, so I think Riz is kind of like a half climbing, standing on the altar. I think she's going to just take her rapier and she's going to be like oh this is too weird not knowing that it's the weird um and then she's just going to like do some like 
weird kind of like slashes almost trying like she's trying to like interrupt like a flow or something so she's just gonna like quickly like slash like where its head is and like slash down just trying to like cut it into many water pieces as she can as she's doing this all right uh doing so your rapier is going to slash through and uh the one to the east of the rest are going to just corporate down into water um and then for the rest of my turn i think riz is going to um she's going to take the disengage action as her bonus action from this weird that is still up and she's going to fully climb onto the altar and if there's anything on it her object interact will be looking at anything on the altar all right sounds good climbing up on the altar uh you're going to be like covered in water uh one of those weirds is dead uh the other that is right next to you is going to is going to dive underwater and vanish godfrey what's your armor class right now uh, 21. Cool. So the 24 definitely hits. Uh, as you're kind of looking around for a second, one of them vanishes into the water. For a second, you think that Riz might have taken the other one down. Good job, And Rick then Ray. suddenly... The other one emerges behind you and is going to grab onto you, Godfrey. Uh, Godfrey, you're going to do me a favor. You're going to take me 12 points of bludgeoning damage. And I'm going to spend a hurt them more to, uh, that's not quite, what's your, is it 21? That's 21. 21? No, that's only an 18. Um, yeah, yeah, it's only an 18, even if you're, oh wait, but yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, all right, so it's going to um, to constrict you. You are now restrained, and it's going to try to slam you into one of the pillars nearby. Um, it will do so, but your armor is going to basically absorb most of it and are going to... Uh, and it's going to just pull you toward it and is going to hiss in your face. Bits of slime and thick water and thick seawater uh, is going to right in your face. I drink you for breakfast. I'm spending another hurt the more. I'm going to attack you again <laughs> with for that. I'm going I'm to do it again. Beautiful. Okay. And does an 11 hit you? No. All right. I got nothing then. Uh, I got one hurt the more and I'm saving it. Um, okay, so that is going to be its turn as it kind of hisses at you. Uh, then, Oren Tiros, uh, we are down to you, my friend. You have dived into the room with that pool. What do you do? Oh, jeez. <clears throat> and uh, our, our friendish fan is like being throttled under. underwater right now. Just, you can see that he's kind of struggling as these tendrils are wrapped around. He keeps going, like getting slammed oh. into the floor. That one has both Hazel and Ishvan. It does, yes, right? it does. Oh, I hate it when Dratini uses crap. 
How do I help? I don't know, but the chat just bought me four hurt, five hurt the morphs. How dare they? Uh, Thanks, but guys. Orinteros is aware that Hazel can grow gills, so she'll be fine. <laughs> you presume he remembers things. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> it's a negative intelligence. Yeah. I could have yeah, just yeah. been spontaneous dwarf magic. No, no. He, he, he saw her. He saw her on there. Thank you for the something good happens. How does an elf help? I can't grapple this thing. It's not an animal. <laughs> I love this dungeon so much for, for some obvious reasons that will become apparent later. I can't just... Wait a second. Bane. Hold my, hold my flask. Okay. Bane, I'm just double checking. Village. I rarely get to be smug as a dungeon master, but this is definitely, definitely one of those times. Can I do, what kind of action would it take to, I don't know, would that be religion check? To see if this little pool behind me has anything to do with what Ishvern had said about cleansing ourselves. You can make me a religion check. Absolutely. All right. Religion check is. Oh, that's at a minus one. Don't but you get your cure. bardic. Oh, that yep. plus. That's Jack right. of all trades. Zero, trades. baby. Oh, so close. 17? 17's pretty good. Honestly, he was like. Like, he was in the middle of saying, you should definitely go over there and cleanse yourselves out of respect for the temple before... And then before Razira was like, ooh, piece of candy. Yeah, you, you like, in elven society, elven gods on Kryn, and basically in any setting, are big on the cleanliness thing. It's the whole, like, oh, bless yourself before you walk into the temple. Bless yourself don't, before you wreck yourself. And don't, don't, like, track your boots in and just, like, put them on the altar. Uh, what kind of action would it be to just kind of splash himself? So you can absolutely just cleanse yourself. You totally can. It's It'll just, uh, you can do it as an object interact if you like. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. And... And... Uh, see, I'm good at the supporting my friends doing things. When it comes to the stopping monsters from grappling people things i'm uh drop, drop I mean, a bardic on us and you might not be able to do much else but <laughs> if you have any but you know what i'm gonna do both okay i'm gonna cast uh bane on this good oh up to three creatures okay both yeah. of them yeah you can do both of them yeah you i'm throw gonna on do Godfrey that for fun yeah <laughs> Just for fun, just for just for giggles, you know. Uh, Elvish practical of jokes. your choice can see. Ooh, concentration, a drop of blood. All right. Uh, the target must make a one d four subtract a number rolled. Okay, yeah. Let's uh let's bane these these two guys. Nice. I don't have a save on bane, right? Um, <clears throat> must make charisma saving throws. Oh, these guys are really charismatic. 
don't. You're, you're, you're fine. Oh. You're fine. <laughs> You're, you're fine. These guys are just like the coolest guys at that water weird high school. They, they take out sunglasses and... <laughs> Alright, and then for a bonus action, use almost my last inspiration on... Who needs it? Who cannot breathe underwater? Godfrey! <clears throat> Leaning under the water and using echolocation. You can do it, buddy. Whoa. Wait, I can't use it on him. You know what? He can't hear me. He's underwater, he right? Uh, no, he's being slammed into the wall. Godfrey is uh, is above water right now, so you can give it to him. All right. Godfrey, keep it up. All right. That's going to be your turn. Godfrey, how do you keep it up? It's your turn. Um... I'm going to uh, try and break free from this uh, using athletics and the inspiration. Sounds good. This will take your action. Go ahead. Nice. Uh, that's, let's see here. Uh, holy crap. Um, 28. 28 is definitely enough. Uh, how do you break out of this? Uh, I'm going to use the uh, Ispin shield and just kind of like bash into it and try and like, like, Get off me! Like, and uh, it's gonna try and, and drop you into the water below. Perfect. Um, okay. And do you have then, a bonus action you'd like to use? I certainly do. Razira, do the thing! All right, Razira. All right, so um, can I use my hoop pack to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right, I will make the hoop pack in. <laughs> Sorry if I got loud. I was leaning forward. Chunky mm -hmm. dice, come here. Oh, that's a 14 plus 7. That's going to be a 21. 21 will be a hit. Sweet. I will swap so out that. So a, a warbling noise is going to uh, come out of you as you reach up and just whip your hoop hack around. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be bludgeoning damage. If that, I, it's still non-magical, but it will be bludgeoning. Oh, wait, that's a d4, not a d6 that I'm rolling for the hoop pack. Come here, d4. Eh. Eh. So hard to pick up. Ooh. That's not terrible. Um, 9, 11, 14 plus 4 is 18 points of bludgeoning damage. So 9. That's half. Okay. That sounds good to me. All right, so that's going to sail through the one that's holding Godfrey. Yeah. Or that was holding Godfrey. Yeah. All right, so that's going to splot into it. It's going to turn and look at you. Like it almost forgot you, and it kind of has been reminded of you. Uh, and <laughs> it is going to spend a hurt them more to make an attack on you. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, double nines. That is double 14s. That's not enough. Make so it's going to go splish, splish. Uh, and is going to splish splash. Uh, Riz is definitely doing like uh, she's going to be on the altar and she's going to do the like that the JoJo almost like that JoJo and just like lean back super. Just far. JoJo pose out of that. Yeah, Welcome pose. to JoJo. Uh, if you guys really want, by the way, and you want, I have designed a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure tabletop game using Powered by the Apocalypse, and oh I God. would run it for extra life what? to raise money for sick kids. I was going to say so. extra life when. Extra yes. life when, told let me, me know. <laughs> let me know in the comments. August. <laughs> I was in the middle of develop. Well, I'll tell you about it during the break. Remind me. Okay. It's a great one. 
It's got the stats are so good. Um, okay, so that is going to be uh, Godfrey's turn. You're going to dodge out of the way. Uh, Ishvern, I'm going to keep him underwater with a hurt the more because you know what? I'm I'm not. I'm gonna. You're gonna attack Hazel again. I think so. Hazel, you're being grappled underwater. Uh, one of them is going to spend a hurt the more to preempt because its initiative was one uh, and is going to go boom and is going to bash you on the ground again for nine points of damage. Not terribly much, uh, but you're going to get your head racked against the against the ground again uh, as this thing grapples onto you and continues to go into the ground. Um, I'm going to I'm going to drop. I'm not going to make the concentration check. I'm just going to drop it. Okay, Uh, Hazel, it is your turn now. Cool, because I was going to drop it anyway, so I can cast Alter Self on myself and not drown. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Aquatic All right, adaptation. So, so using aquatic adaptation, you will suddenly feel <gasps> the oxygen fill your veins again as you breathe deeply through your gills. <sighs> And that's all I can do, but at that least is not all you can do, because now that you have you can breathe underwater, you can hear hmm. this echoing through where you are boom, boom, boom near Ishford. And he'll go, just apologize. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <underwater>. <laughs> just, <laughs> just say you're sorry. OK, OK. But to okay. rescue it. Um, it's... <laughs> yeah, damn it. I could have. Uh, okay, I can't. I can't do anything this this round. Uh, I mean, I can. I can apologize myself, but I don't think it's gonna work for me to do it. And Hazel doesn't think it's gonna work for her. Um, but I didn't spend the sorcery point to do that as a bonus action, so I can't cast message right you now. You know what? I have something good apologize. happens. Cool. Will you let me? Pre- uh, yep. You you spent the sorcery point on that. It turns out done. It's spent. Uh, yay! I spent it. Um, and. So I'm going to cast message as my cantrip and message okay. Riz and be like, apologize, apologize, please <laughs> to the to apologize to it. <laughs> OK, um, um, so here is what's going to happen. I'm going to spend one of my remaining hurt the mores and uh, the one that is uh, that Riz antagonized uh, is going to dive at her. Again, it you just Jojo puts it out of the way. Uh, it is going to dive at you. And I, you know what? I've got like three Hurt the Moors left. I'm going to spend to get advantage as well. Boop, boop. They get minus Does... one D4. Oh, I can minus one D4, can't I? Good, because I, ooh, this is going to be, it's going to be rough. Okay, so I have a, I have an 18 to hit you right now. And I need a 17. So if I roll a one on this, you're still hit. And I roll the one on it. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's so good. Um, so, uh, Riz, you're gonna take 12 points of bludgeoning damage, uh, as this goes and is going to wrap around. You try to Jojo pose out of the way and you're like, oh my god, as you're grabbed. <laughs> oh no! Oh no, Riz is looking real bad right now. And it's gonna pick you up off the ground and start pulling you toward it, and it's your turn. I, I'm sorry I didn't mean to step in the thing. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And uh, so you are going to apologize as uh, as your action. Yep. Uh, can I say except I'm sorry. And uh, as it pulls you forward, it's going to kind of go into your face, kind of bubbling, 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 and it's going to go 
and he's going to splash to the ground, dropping you into the water. And combat has ended. Sorry, what were you saying, Ishvern? What? <laughs> Be on guard. They did this to me earlier. Wash yourselves before going into the temple so you don't desecrate it. Oops. Um, Hazel, under the water still, because that's where I can breathe right now. Yep. I'm going to spend, I'm going to use my, an action to, um, change my alter self into natural weaponry so that I have claws because then I can maintain that concentration for up to an hour and just have these plus one magical claws, um, and sw swap back as an action to aquatic if I need to. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, fantastic. And then I'll come out of the water. <laughs> Ugh, unpleasant. As I was saying, please come in here, wash yourselves, then we will go inside of the temple. <sighs> and with that, uh, Ishburn will walk into the cleansing room and will begin washing himself for a minute. I will, uh, uh stir for everyone else to uh, to go in and uh, we'll uh, go in there after just, just making sure that there's no last minute surprise snake water attacks Hazel will go in and add water to her water and be cleansed okay uh, Riz do you go in and take a bath as well oh totally yeah totally Riz okay. is uh is bathing it up right now. She's uh she's going to be like Um Listen, I know I just kinda got here. Um but I got pretty beat beat yes, up. Yes, we can there. take a rest. Okay, great, that would be lovely. Just make sure you're clean before we go in next time, short one. I'm sorry, I kinda have a tendency to get like really focused on something. And you remind me of my cousin, Miri. Basically a kender, big blue one. Um, Should we maybe get her leash? Ah! Ooh, that could be useful. Rude! I, kender on a leash! That is so... Ah. If you keep running ahead and causing that... So dripping cute. wet is just like... Fine. <laughs> you may uh, have a point there. So looking at this, you'll see Ishvern uh, reach into the pool and begin washing his face and his body, um, his hands. Um, and as he does, you're going to see that he has this kind of orangish pink webbing between all of his fingers that allow him to cup the water really well as it trickles down his scarred blue body. Shall we go? After your rest? How long do you need? Uh, like the quick ten minutes. Just need to catch our breath. Oh. Yeah. Make sure you're scrubbed nice and clean. And with that, you take about ten minutes to wash yourselves and clean. Go ahead and spend your uh, temp hit points. Or pardon me, not don't spend your temp hit points. Uh, go ahead and uh, hit dice. 
Spend your hit dice. So yep. I've I've never done a short rest. I don't know exactly okay. what. So oh, it's yeah. the best. It's the best, Hazel. Uh, so for one, you get your uh, your sorcerer. So there are some benefits and disadvantages. If you're a wizard, you'd get arcane recovery. But the way this works is you have hit dice up to your character level. Since this is since you're brand new to five e, this is a great way to explain this. Yeah. So at this level, you have six hit dice. What that means is you can choose any number of those to roll. They're expended until your next long rest. When you roll them during a short rest, you add your constitution modifier to each dice independently, and you gain that many hit points back. Yeah, okay, clerics cool. are really useful in this game, but they are no longer essential in 5e. So long as you can... Oh, short rest normally take an hour. I cut them down to about 10-15 minutes, just because it's enough time to bandage your wounds, catch your breath. Alright, I've spent three of my six hit dice and I've gone back up to 55 out of 59 because I was down to 28. Nice. I just rolled two sixes on my tennis. Nice. Also, as you're doing this, everyone who washes themselves at the shrine, please take five temporary hit points as you feel invigorated. Lovely. Alright. Nice. Cool. I think that's what, like, as part of the rest, I think Riz is really trying to, like, make up for the fact that she, she triggered that, so she's, like, super, like, scrubbing everywhere. So, just as an aside, I, I chose two dice to roll, because I have a pretty high constitution modifier um, for, you know, a sorcerer. Uh, <laughs> but um, because I rolled two sixes, I'm back up at full, and it's right? fantastic. It's, it's great, right? Um, during the break, I'll talk more about some of the other things I want to use hit dice for, because I think they're an underused mechanic. But, uh, all right, with that, you wash yourselves and you wait for the right time to move forward, which actually I think we're going to do after this quick break. So folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a minute as we descend deeper into the shrine of Habakkuk. Don't go anywhere. Oh, baby. I see you want what I want. You want more Dorktales content. Well, why don't you get yourself over to patreon.com slash dorktales right now. Get exclusive behind-the-scenes access and more. Patreon.com slash dorktales. See you there, baby. Hello, and welcome back to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dorktales. You take a moment, well, quite a few moments, actually, to rest, recuperate, catch your breath, and prepare yourselves to enter the shrine. You find yourselves there in the main room, and let's switch back over. You find yourselves back in that main room. As you do, Ishvern walks further into the temple, and as he does, he leads you to a room along, well, to a door along the eastern wall. Pressing into it, he opens and steps inside. Do you oh. follow? Uh, it, should we not also pay some sort of respects to the altar here? If you've cleansed yourself, you've done enough. Okay. Come. And with that, he pushes his hands on the doors and... And steps inside. Who follows him? Yep. Okay. Yep. 
the room that you find yourself within is bereft of any other people. It's empty, but its northern door, as you step into it, bears an inscription in Elvish that any of you who is able to read such will see, says, Honor those who came before and walk on. Honor those who came before and walk on. You say that in common? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's what it means. I see I'm picking up a little bit of your Elvish, so I saw I saw those come on. That's all I understood from that. Everything else was a bit jumbled. Hopefully. We will be able to say the correct rights. Um, I we, have yes, another so adventure Godfrey. like that again. Are there um, maybe? Uh, do you have any? Perhaps do you have any sayings or anything you do before a hunt? Any any sort of traditions along those lines that? Uh, I mean, or funerals? As well? Birth? Uh, yes. Uh, may the Sea Lord. Well, uh, he will say this in, in Elvish, of course. Duala Melanto Kunas Minailo. May the Sea Lord walk with us and swim beside us through our travels. Give us the strength to rise above the waves. Here goes nothing. And with that, he will push through the doors into the next room. Orantiros, you and the rest will step in behind him. Uh, The room appears to be some sort of crypt. Stepping into the room, you will see that there are alcoves to the west and the east of this chamber that hold waist-high stone sarcophagi, sculpted with images of shells and graceful sea creatures. Do you look around? Yep. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Not touching anything. Not touching anything. anything. <laughs> no touching anything. <laughs> All right, so looking around, not touching anything. Um, as you do that, um, can I, let's see, uh, going through here. So I believe just Riz and Orantiros have a passive perception of 16 or higher, right? And Kalara, who's not here. <laughs> yeah. And Kalara, who's not here. Okay, uh, so looking around, um, the sarcophagus to the west bears an inscription in Elvish. In fact, all of the sarcophagi here, uh, both of them, bear these inscriptions on them in Elvish. Orontiros, with a casual glance, you'll be able to read one of them. Herzon, who built this prayer in stone. As you look at that, you will see that a design on the lid resembles the layout of the shrine. However, 
as you glance at this one, moving over to the one to the west and just taking a glance at it, Orontiros, you'll see that it shows one entrance into this room. But on the sarcophagus, there are two entrances. Another door leads to the southwest. Well, another door leads to the west from the southern corner of this room, I should say. To the east, a different inscription is on the crypt in Elvish. Awinthel, our devoted first priest. And looking around, uh, Orontiris, what are you doing? Just going to be reading it out loud in common mm-hmm. for everyone else. Even if those of you do not know how to read Elvin, you may see this temple depicted on both of these. Is that there's another exit or entrance? Hmm. is gonna go down towards the, like looking on the map. She's gonna go down to the to the corner where it looks like it says there's a second entrance. She's gonna start feeling around. Sounds good. What's your passive perception again? Remind me, please. Uh, twenty. 20. So as you walk down to this corner, um, down at the southern edge, you are going to feel a slight sucking in the air. Just a very little bit of air moving along some of the bricks of the wall. There's a door here. What What exactly did they say on, on the crypt, or tombs? It appears that the two buried here were, uh, sorry, Kelly, it was uh, the first priest. The first priest, yes. And um, I can't remember the other one. Uh, the other one said, the first one says, Herzon, who built this prayer in stone, and then back there, Awenthel, our devoted first priest. Built this prayer in stone. The only prayer in stone that you remember seeing is the one in the previous chamber above the door. The one that stated, honor those who came before and walk on. And that was to the entrance to the... That was at the entrance to this room, yes. Oh, what are the, um, the offer, or like, what are the offerings or the, the things depicted on the tombs here on the tombs um nothing really it just appears that uh at the center of each of them there is a small indentation large enough to perhaps put um something about the size of um maybe like a handful of something into uh it's been a week so i'll just remind you since last came um you know that uh ishvern um had said that um after his people and his priest, uh, after she had been taken by the Red Dragon army, he had still managed to salvage some of the um, the ceremonial uh, pearls. So he has a few of those on him. Oh, right. Yeah, Riz was looking at those with a lust in her eyes at the end of the game. I remember that now. Mm-hmm. Ishvern. Yes, my friend. Though your priest had been taken, what do you make of these these, these resting places? 
I have no gifts of the sea to bring, but... Here. And he'll reach into his pouch and hand you one of the sea pearls. What do you do with it? I place it in the little... Kind of the little... Little cup. So a little indentation. Um, It'll roll around for a moment before it kind of comes to a slow, wobbling stop. And then we'll... and dissolve into so much blue and green dust. And then, Riz, as you're standing over by that southern door, there's going to be a sound as the door glows for a moment and then swings inward. Oh! I did it! I got the door open! I didn't do anything, though. Did someone do anything? The door is open. Wait, Riz, don't go alone. I I am not going yet. Riz is like looking intently down the corridor. (laughs) So down the corridor ahead of you, you can see that steps ascend above you into a room and then kind of bend at a 45 degree angle to the south. Guys, there's steps here. They go up and then it turns a corner. This must be the ceremonial chamber. Oh. Do you need to put... So... I know I made a joke that I didn't do anything, but how did we get the door open? It glowed. Ishvern brought an offering from the sea. Oh. Beautiful pearls were accepted. One of the resting places. Do you need to do both of them? If we're supposed apparently to honor just, them. Apparently just honoring one was sufficient. Oh, alright. Um, all Shall right, we I'm continue? Going, yeah, Riz is going to be looking for traps. <laughs> She's Sounds learning. Good. Are you taking it extra slow or are you just kind of keeping your normal perceptions out? Um, I think she'll just keep her normal perceptions out. Okay. Stepping up, Ishvern will follow behind you. Who's going next? I will. Okay. I'll follow next. Okay, and then Hazel, you'll and, uh, then I'll go. you'll follow the very back. Heading down to the heading up the stairs, you will wind around the corner to the left and find yourself in a room covered in thick black algae. At the center of the room stands a well from which emanates the sound of distant waves and the cries of seabirds. Hariz is like so looking over the edge of that well. Godfrey will be nervously hovering around what is, what is upwards? Is this is there so above there is nothing above you. It is just an enclosed chamber. Uh, but this well reaches down what, what seems like an infinite amount. And down below you can hear the sound of shrieking seagulls of 
sloshing waves. Uh, do we need to offer another pearl to this? Or are we supposed to jump in it? Is this supposed to be like a test of faith thing where you like leap down? Careful. And just... No, I think that this is where we are supposed to be. If you could join me around, around here. Can you join hands? All right, let's do it. Yeah, Riz is like eagerly doing this. She's like so into this. Ishvern will shut his eyes and will will reach out and clasp uh, Orontiros's hand in one of his, and will start muttering, Elvin, a soft prayer. To Alasma, to Alasma Kena, to Alasma Tunak, Habakuk, to Alasma Malantire, Tire Sunara, Sunara, Motara, Lomos. In Elvin, this prayer is quite heartfelt, Orontiros, and to describe it in common would be a bit of a stretch. But to say it as bluntly as I can for the rest of uh, the listeners here would be to say, we have traveled far on this pilgrimage. We call out to you, father of the waves, father of nature, who has blessed us with the bounty of the sea with the boundary of the land, and with dominion over all things beneath the blessed waves. We can ask for no more than we are given. And yet, humbly request that you maintain your patronage over us forevermore. Please accept these as the most humble of offerings. And as he says that, he will reach forward and will dump um, um, second pouch. And you'll see much smaller beads, uh, but these like, what must be, oh, a dozen, two dozen, three dozen of these sea pearls just tumble out of the bag, each about the size of, oh, uh, the size of a small marble. They will tumble, tumble, tumble down into the depths and as they do you will hear the, the cry of seabirds and smell the briny sea air waft out from this this little well and each of you will feel a chill up your spine and will feel that sting of salt air on your cheeks. And for a moment, just for a brief moment, your ears will suddenly become awash like you, like you dived underneath the waves, like you've dove down as far as you could go. You feel the pressure beginning to compress around you, the cold feeling of water becoming neutral, buoyant, warm, And then that feeling of 
of, unimpo uh, of unimaginable velocity as you break through water, swimming upward. Each of you uh, is going to gain a blessing. Habakkuk's blessing, to be precise. Uh, for the remainder of your travel through the northern wastes, you now have advantage on survival checks to notice the wash, the water that fills the chasms. Additionally, while traveling, you and up to five other creatures with you, uh, that is collective, not five per, will ignore difficult terrain outdoors in the northern wastes, which allow you to move double pace. you'll be able to travel at double speed to what we originally had determined. So you'll be able to move several hexes per day rather than just one. Um, you will instinctively know that this blessing will last as long as you are in the Northern Wastes and only one day more beyond that. So if you ever leave, you better come back the next day or else mm -hmm. this blessing will be gone. So. so it was it was advantage on survival checks for to notice the, the the wash yeah because okay. that is a constant threat uh, but it is the difficult terrain ignoring so that's not enough to like bring the army with you uh, but it's enough that you'll easily be able to have Kalara and Levna affected by this uh, and up to three other people that you find so if you meet up with Dalimar again you could include him um, or anyone else can that else. change can that change any five people with you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Right on. Well, actually, technically it doesn't say that it is. No, I mean, technically, I guess that means that it could be up to 20 people with you. Because this blessing is per. Oh. Small army. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what? You know what? It is an individual blessing, not a group blessing. So, yeah. I'll allow that. Oh, shit. So nice. each of you basically is blessed to be a uh, a, um, a scout through here. So that's even better than I originally had intended. As you feel that, the, the shrine will go quiet for a moment. And as you kind of shiver it off, Ishvern will thank you. Thank you for accompanying me here. No, it is strange to ask outsiders to come with me. Thank you for for bringing us and guiding us through here. It, uh, I think this will just kind of look at himself a little bit. I think this will be most this was quite fortuitous for all of us yeah does anyone feel salty but like in a good way like always <laughs> do we just get blessed by a god i've never been blessed by a god before i know Isman said he has many times but i don't know if that was true or not you are lucky I mean... habakkuk is very forgiving <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry she's gonna look down the well again <laughs> Perhaps we should be heading out of here. The blessing has been made. 
Thank you for sharing that with us as well. It's, it's weird. You said it's weird asking strangers to come help you. It's also weird to get uh, to let strangers in on your very like special. Um, what did you call it? How did you call it again? Ceremony. Ceremony. Oh, uh, pilgrimage. Yeah, that, that's the word. Yes. If only our friends had been able to be here. It should not have been me. It should have been. It should have been my priest. It should have been Yerkel. But maybe now he can help bless us? To go, you, you know, help find and rescue uh, your priest? I hope so. I pray that she is alive. Hmm. Hopefully Let's make our way back to camp. Uh, I'm sorry, friend Elf. Uh, seems the gods maybe maybe gazing upon Kryn once again. After this and Seeing our own priestess of Mishikal, hmm. perhaps not all is lost to the dragon armies. If the gods of Kryn have returned, then I suppose that means all of the gods have returned. This is not fortuitous. This explains the armies of the Dragon Queen, a red dragon army. If what the Sylvanesti have said is true, a blue dragon army. There must be white and green. <clears throat> Yellow? Gold? I not. <laughs> I'm not up on my dragon colors. No. They're bl they're uh, Hazel. You can do a thing where you can are you good with colors? She she's very good with colors. Are you an artist? No. <laughs> oh, I would say so. I see. In the chamber below, you breathed ice. And it's not a color. Well, I've been told <laughs> that the different dragons have different. different have you powers. never had one of a? You've never had a deep sea raspberry. They are blue. I feel like there's a bad joke coming. They are very cold. They are chill raspberries. They're good. <laughs> it just made me think of it. It's, it's Arctic breeze. It's a beverage we have down here. We we have uh, something a little bit different, a little bit more hot where we're from, called Baja Blast. So I I, I do understand. This blast sounds very powerful. Perhaps we should continue this conversation at my camp. Agreed. 
All right. Making your way out of here, um, you are going to head uh, head back outside and make your way over to what can only be the uh, the camp of the Blue Phoenix Shrine. The other five are sitting around uh, inside of some some seaward tents that are kind of on the edge of of this canyon crevasse um scraggly trees rising up uh, out of them and um little little like inlets of water kind of streaming around the center of this camp some of the water actually fairly fresh leave it to sea elves to find fresh at least clean water and uh, as you are approaching you are going to hear the sound of just a crackling fire, bits of chatting, and bits of laughing. Uh, sharp and loud. It sounds like Levna's laughter. <laughs> oh, whew. this shit's actually pretty good. Um, Riz would like to sneak up on Levna. Okay, uh, make me a stealth check. I would love to make you a stealth check. Chunky die, chunky die. Did I roll? Yep, Jen, your die uh, gave me my first net one. Are you kidding? <laughs> nope. Uh, sorry. Nope. <laughs> Jen told you. Jen told you. Jen told you. But it might be some Not of problem. my residual chaos mm, luck. That's true. That's true. So what was your? So. so as you were creeping up on her, what's your intention to do? She's just sitting, uh, they're all sitting around this fireplace and you're kind of like making your way over. She was going to like try and sneak up behind Levna and do the like guess who thing, like where you put put your, your hands over like the face thing. Okay. She was going to just try and sneak up behind Levna. Okay, uh, so you try to do the guess who thing. Uh, and as you do, you're gonna go guess who and are going to just like She's holding a plate of something up by her mouth, and you're just gonna end up like knocking this plate directly into her face. All the food is gonna go like all across it, and she's gonna turn around little bits of what look like cooked rice and strips of of kelp and bits of fish and and some type of like vegetables are gonna be like stuck all over her face, and she's gonna turn slowly with the just with the slow menace of a mother of four. He's gonna just... Hello, Riz. Ah, uh, sorry about that. I did not realize you were eating. Looks tasty. Oh, Rizira, it's good to see you. Kalara will say, I, I made, uh, I made fish. Um, well, um, oh, Godfrey. Um, and everyone else, it's good to have you back. Um, there, there's fish and rice, and um, they have this really interesting sauce here. What did you say oh. it comes from? Soybeans. Fermented. It's very <clears> good. <throat> a little salty. Orintiros is gonna, Thank like, you. use a finger and, like, touch Levna's face and be like... Huh. It's like, Not bad. I always thought you were a messy eater. Thanks, Le or Kalara. Like this, this is really lovely. Uh, Levna, do you want a second bowl? 
Yes, I would love a second bowl, Godfrey. Right on it, sir. Uh, Riz is gonna happily and hungrily eat the food and just like... All right. I think it w at one point, um, Hazel is talking with, with Orangeros and she's like, but what do you mean by color? Like, is is this what you mean? And we'll do color spray on Orangeros because apparently Cal wants that. Okay. Because <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> Okay, uh, go ahead and cast Color Spray on Cal. Uh, on on Orontiros, I guess. You cast on Cal later, too. It, it is a 15-foot cone, so also anyone behind him. <laughs> but there's a, a dice roll, so. Uh, so many D10s, though. All right, so go ahead. Thirty-two hit points. Thirty-two hit points worth of damage. with the person with the lowest. No, it okay. it, it it blinds people as per hit points. Okay. So uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna spend one of my hurt the moors and double that. Cool. Okay. So yeah. Um, Cal, how many points creatures do you, in a fifteen foot cone. Uh, creatures in a fifteen foot cone originating from you are affected in ascending order of their current hit points, ignoring unconscious creatures and creatures that can't see. So you start with the person with the lowest hit points, and then each creature affected by this spell is blinded until the end of my next turn. And then you subtract okay. the hit points uh, as you go. <laughs> well, it's probably right. me with the least amount. How many hit points do you have? Are those temporary hit points still here? Yes, they are. 45. Okay, cool. So you're going to kind of like look over, and this is just going to hit you like dead in the face. Just... <laughs> And you're just going to be seeing... You're basically going to be looking through a kaleidoscope for the next five minutes. Like colors. That, that's and what you as, mean by colors. <laughs> as you are looking around, all of you are going to see this, this like... spray of color erupt out of Hazel that are going to just, like, shoot Orontiros right in the face. Uh, Orontiros, you're going to be able to, like, kind of kind of see after a minute of rubbing your eyes, but everyone's going to have these like bright, vibrant, like pink and gold and blue halos all around them. By the gods, I can see auras now. <laughs> did, did Dwarven magic. Some... Oh, I really need to look. Are you magic. okay? Or in Tiros, you, you shouldn't look directly at a wizard's spell, Polara will say. Or, or a sorcerer. That's his first lesson as my apprentice. What is... You, you have a gold and, and white aura, Kalara. I think that's you. Oh, it means that I just cooked you dinner. Here. Oh. And Riz, is, is that you? you? You've gone so tall and it's just Levna. And oh, yes. shouldered. I, yeah, I've really bulked out since you saw me last. I've been working out. God, ah. he's just like not hiding his laughter. Like trying to, too. but failing miserably. <laughs> I'm not doing the voice. Oh, come <laughs> on. Just a little bit higher. Working, working out the voice. Oh, just a little bit higher. Oh, look at me. I'm a kender. I take things go. that don't belong to me. I borrow them. I borrow them. And see, the first thing... I was taking, taking different than borrowing. I was taking different than borrowing. You Aren't you too back. engaged, too? Oh, 
Arnteros. Yeah, you're engaged to Arnteros, Riz. Riz looking at Levna. Who's on second? What? Levna's gonna put like a hand on Orontiros's like shoulder and chest and just gonna go like hold it there for a sec, look him up and down. You're almost hairless enough for me. And kind of push him over toward Riz. Oh almost. I'll have you know I don't have a single hair on my entire body except for my face and head. Well, that's too much information that I didn't need to know. That's <coughs> true of all else. Um, I oh my. Where's the, uh, here, I'll get like some more this. of that, uh, well, this was common it's delicious. Knowledge. Thank Why you, Kalara. Why is everybody thrown off Of course, off by here. This? Yeah, Kalara, do, what do you prefer? A little hair or no hair? Um, I prefer the sushi. Um, good answer. It's very good. Um, What's sushi? <laughs> Uh, it's apparently a, a demer nasty word for for raw fish. Ooh. Yes. Oh. Or wrapped in rice. Yes, one of them will say. Godfrey, is, oh, is that lovely. you? You have a a red and purple aura. And as you He's look at Godfrey's, to... as you look at Godfrey's aura, suddenly the entire sky behind Godfrey is going to go and crackle to light as you're going to hear thunder erupt overhead and rain is going to start to fall all around. What do you do, Orontiros? You were you were reaching forward? What? Godfrey, I've seen the other side. My god, it's full of stars. Uh, Orontiros, maybe you should sit down before you... Um, here, here, let's get you some some uh, sushi, was it? Yes, su sushi. You could go for some sushi right now. Thank you. So, sushi. What, what kind of an aura ah. does, uh, does Hazel have? Hazel's. It's green. Green and gold. Uh, as as the water begins to fall around you, the elves are going to get to work grabbing the big sail-sized tent pieces they have and drawing them together to form a, form a canopy overhead, buffeting some of the water down. It's very strange, one of them will say in common, looking over at you. I'm used to the water coming from all around, but from the sky in such small portions is very... And it's so cold. How do you get used to this? Could it be colder than even the ocean? The ocean is not cold. Not once you, you, you get used to it. Yes, I'm not a fan of the, the sky water myself. I'm not a fan of the sky. It's unlimited. Perhaps you understand, you... friend dwarf. Yes. What, what did... What did you think when you first saw it? Do you remember? We were walking in the forest and... Hazel, is this the first thunderstorm you've ever seen? It might Lightning be. Yeah. is arcing across the sky, almost like the gods themselves are waving branches made of light above you. It rumbles like a deep cavern cave-in. 
all around you. Yeah, I think Hazel's like fidgeting and almost not, she's not paying attention to what people are asking because she's just staring. So what happened? What happened in the, well, in the underneath? Did you find what you were looking for, Ishvan? Yes. The prayers were successful. The Sea Lord has been appeased. My friends, thank you for accompanying me. These are friends of ours, good people. I ask that if you would like to, you may sleep here tonight beneath our canopy to stay dry and warm. That would, oh, that be, would be very nice. Oh. Um, yes. That would be lovely. Good. Ben, please, enjoy your food. Uh, this is uh, a delicacy. The one that your priestess has grilled. It's deep sea eel. We brought some with us because it keeps well. It's like a snake, but in the ocean. Would you like to see one? Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, and they will reach into, one of them has like a wicker, almost like a wicker basket, but made out of like seaweed. And as it, he reaches over to, it's going to slosh a little bit. And you'll see that inside something is moving a little bit. They are a little bitey, so be careful. Uh, and we'll go and pull the lid off of this. It's kind of like a backpack almost, the way that they can carry it. And inside, you're going to see that there are several eels, um, which you may have heard of, you may have seen in some of your visits in portside towns, but these deep sea eels are, they're, they're almost pure white looking at them. Streaks of silver down their scales, well, not really much of a scale, but down their exteriors. But in the firelight, they almost kind of glow a little bit incandescently as they shift around. That is amazing. And uh, one of them is going to kind of like breach the water, look at you, and it will... And is going to hiss directly at you, um, which you are not going to be startled by at all because you're a kender. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to splash back into the water, and they're, he's going to put the lid back on it. Delicious. Ooh, you you brought them you brought them live. Uh, yes. Otherwise, we would have to pickle them, which is difficult underwater. You know what? You pickle things? We know of pickles, yes. Everyone pickles things. Wait, you could pickle things and then just bring them underwater. Yes, we do, but it's a bit of a complex situation. It's hard to do. You must prepare there... in advance. How do How they do pickle, pickle things in Colonesto? Well, yes, of course How do you, you pickle do sea, sea cucumber. How? You find yeah. a magma vent and you create a. Uh, that will. Okay. One of them is going to lean forward and, and kind of like adjust his hair, kind of and go, look, if we're talking about this, I'm the one who does all the pickling back home and it's very easy. What you must do is create a suction inside. We usually generally use like a blowfish bladder 
so that you can have a neutral pH balance inside of this actual container. Then what you do is you feed inside. And he's going to go through this like <laughs> this this deep winded uh, scientific underwater pickling example. We use a type of yes. vegetable. Yes. That's and what a sea cucumber is. I, I thought a sea cucumber was an animal. There are different. There are sea cucumbers, and then there are sea cucumbers. Magic. He'll say. Ah, <laughs> uh, say no more, cousin. It's all pickle magic. It's pickle magic all the way down. It's pickle magic all the way down. Uh, and as he says that, you are going to hear some footsteps approaching in the distance. Um, actually, at a bit of a run. Uh, turning around, uh, Ishvern will look at the edge of the group, and it's a single, single person kind of running up the. And reaching the edge of the group, you're going to see that there is a, a slightly out of breath um, one of the sea elves. <sighs> Ishvan! Ishvan! He says, um, and we'll, we'll approach. Which, in Elven, of course, is... I managed to trace them back. I know where they are. Excuse me, he says in common as he turns to you. The companions are the ones that were captured, as well as the priest. I was able to track them. I know where they are. How can we help? Yeah. Ishvern will look over at you and back. Tell us where they are. They are at a place, a, a dragon army camp in the middle of a murky lake. Several days, quite a ways from here. Were you able to tell which direction they were heading? It's a stationary camp. Up by the sky's tears. Levin is going to go, hey, map, map. Who has the map? I'll take out the map. Taking out the map. He'll look down, and the scout will look it up and down, and will say, Yes, um, around, uh, here. Uh, and he will mark a place on the map, uh, that is, ooh, from where you are, quite a ways, I would say, quite a ways, uh, a good week's journey, at least, to the north. Is that a week's journey with our new move? Yeah. Okay. They were we... moving this direction. Here. We gotta keep searching around anyway, and maybe we can find some more answers in the camp. They're looking for the same place as us. We can let Dalamar know with the rocks what we found here and where we're going. Use the far gap to keep um, our forces in, in, in the know, and maybe we can help our new friends. That would be wonderful. 
He turns and looks at you and... You're trustworthy. You have traveled with us. You've gone into Habakkuk's shrine. The Sea Lord has blessed you. I have very little left, but... Find and free my captives, and I will happily give you the remainder of what is in this bag. And he holds up his pouch of pearls. As a thank you. I think uh, I think we could try and do that. Bring them Would back be... and they're yours. We, we appreciate it, but... We stand on the side of all that is good. And though we have known you, but part of a day... Those that stand on the side of good and that oppose evil. All we can do is help each other. Well said. That's uh, very kind. But I also believe in rewarding those who go out of their way to help us. It is part of our culture. Also, these are very beautiful but we're not very big on commerce or capitalism beneath the waves. Whereas your people tend to use that. If it would help you buy supplies to fight the Red Dragon army, I would be happy to give them to you. Yeah, I think we should take it. I think we should, we should, we should not um, dishonor this wonderful Wonderful. I think it would be it would be just it would be so rude not to accept the lovely gift that he you're offering, Ishern. It's it's I think it would be quite a shame. So you know what our our does not want to accept it. I will that gladly accept it on behalf, on behalf of everyone. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, we let's try and save save them first. That it would be very helpful. Your scouts. How big was this camp that he seen? I did not actually see it. I just heard they were headed for that direction. I heard them speaking. They said it was by the sky tears. And they said that it is a place that they call Camp Harry and Clay. very little else. Aside that um, they said that there were many who were going to be meeting up there. Well, they looked for some city. You heard that they were looking for a city. Uh, yes, I did not catch the name. We too are looking for a lost city. Same one there. And now we can probably try and catch up to them. It seems like we've been blessed by 
Habakkuk. I suppose this is good news then. Perhaps Habakkuk has guided you to us. The gods want you to travel and to stop them. Plus, Levna will say, That's good news. How long ago did you run into these guys? A couple of days ago? Hmm. Well, that means at least the grunts and the rank and file further out from the camp. Best they know they haven't seen or found this city yet, then. Good. I wasn't looking forward to a siege. Yeah. Now where's my sushi? Right sushi. here. Sushi. Uh, Hazel. Hazel? Why is the sky angry? Oh. We'll rest here tonight and uh, head first dawn. And Traveling in this would make things difficult. And and Hazel, as you're looking need- at the sky, um, Kalara will like lean in and hand you a bowl of food. This guy's not angry. Gonna, that's just where, just where the water goes. She's gonna have to like put it into Hazel's hands before she, she will. She'll put just, it into your hands and just pat your hands. You should eat. Hazel, food. did you know that you can drink the water that falls from the sky? Won't it be angry like the rest of the sky? Some say that rain is a blessing. It mostly just floods the caves. Well, now you know where it comes from whenever there's a flood. Floods are bad. You saw the... I wouldn't know. I, I've lived in trees most of my life. Hmm. I you thought floods were good. It was bad. Hmm. Let's rest here. You should rest here. Thank you. And thank you for the food. And he will begin to eat as well. Hmm. Not a lot of... Uh, Fruit in the sea diet. See? Oh, Orantiros, I actually made you one that's, um, it's mostly land cucumber. We had a little oh, bit of land cucumber. Traveling. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of both. So there's rice, there's whatever this sauce is. I'm not sure if there's fish in it, but they say it's just soybeans. So I think it should be fine. And uh, rice, seaweed, a little bit of cucumber, and, um, as well, um, a little bit of, um, I managed to find some spring onion. Out here? No, before we left. It's been in my pack. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It's either that or hardtack, and, well, or these wine. weird ball things that Hazel gave us. Well, they look quite good. Have you tried one? Maybe another time. I'm pretty full on sushi. Here. And she'll pass you a bowl of the vegetarian option. All right. 
Well, before everybody heads, makes for camp, I think, uh, Orantiros will play his song of rest All right. as everyone settles in for the night. As you reach down and begin playing, rain buffets just slams to the side of these tents and you begin picking through a tune filling the air with a beautiful song of rest as above you the thunder crackles the fireplace or the fire pit near you sputters from little bits of rain that fall in rivulets between the tent flaps and your music fills this quaint hollow with you and the sea elves enjoying a moment of rest before you continue on the trail of the Red Dragon Army. But I think that is where we're going to pick up next episode because I want Clara to be played by her own player uh, rather than me next time. So um, thank you folks for tuning in tonight. I hope you had a great time. Did you guys have a good time even though it was a short, slightly shorter game? Yeah, that, oh, was, that fun. was a perfect yeah. little Yeah, that was a good dive. Right? A deep uh, dive so, into the, the, the shortest water temple that I've ever experienced. I know, in my life, right? Actually. Yeah. Suspicious. Suspicious. We didn't even have to like swim temple. from one compartment to another. Or put on like iron boots or anything. Yeah, there's time for that later. There's time for that later. Oh, no. uh, speaking of which, uh, that is going to be it for us tonight, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's going to be another episode next Wednesday, so definitely tune into that. And if you're a member of the Patreon, you need to come back uh, on Sunday for Technocracy Zero Sum Episode 4. We also are doing Strixhaven release this Friday on, for the general public, so you want to tune into that around 7-ish. Uh, and then uh, next Monday, if you're on the Patreon as well, we're back with, uh, Patre- or with uh, the Patreon advance of Season 2 of Strixhaven. A lot of Strixhaven all of a sudden pretty good right um with that i gotta say thank you all for being here folks uh i hope you had a great time a big thank you to bookworm games for being our sponsor go to questchess.info to learn about their new system agnostic kickstarter uh game in a box that is being released at the end of the month it's gonna be fantastic and finally a big thank you to all of our patreon supporters over patreon.com slash dorktales starting with our divine producer who is my mom which is kind of weird but thank you mom i appreciate it to our demonic demonic producer precarious thank you so much uncle breck good to have you there not my real uncle but hey you know what demonic contracts will do that to you uh to our wizards of the patreon tammy the forever cleric and ink goblin you're both wizards thank you so much for being so magical and finally to the high council of the patreon i have to thank the traveler Taryn, Buddy, Trezelta, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. You're all phenomenal human beings, or at least hiding in the guises of them, and I could not thank you enough. If you want to join them, get your name read out at the end of episodes, and get advanced access to up to six extra games a month, go to patreon.com slash dorktales today. Y'all are amazing, and I love you big much. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody! Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dorktales production. It stars Chris Blogg as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranite, Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vinson as Orantiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. 
For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers. Our divine producer, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob. Our demonic producer, Precarious. Our fun, but evil, Funkel. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric and the Ink Goblin. The High Council of Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trizelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Sergio, Chef Aladeth, LaRouk, Sorcerer Sanguine, and Mike Baxter. Our level 20 hero, Michael I, the graphics guy. Our level 10 heroes, Nacro the Straw Hat Devil, Hans H. Bounderhoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Chandra Magic, Draconis Majers, Renee Hayes, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Voidweaver, Peppermint, Raven of Arlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, and a Lizard with Daft Ideas. Our very important patrons, who donate five or more dollars per month, an actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first-time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine, Rio, but without the OZ, Robin Holford, the wine master, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Hillary, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Red Monk, Stormshanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Paula Chino, Chris Deeds, Malazing, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkle, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Steven, Denise Atwood, Wolfgang, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Game Hen, Panda Sior, James G, Saber Sloth, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Laponte Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrup, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Ezra Santos, Chris Chinloy, QXVW198, Cade Green, Mitch D, The Comment Guy, Jade the Maker of Monsters, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, and the Queer Mountain Witch. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Dennis Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, and Robert Leach. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktales survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.